Hello, this is the Lecture Preparation Podcast. I'm Daniel Raymond. This is the second Sunday of Advent Year B. The first reading we have is from the book of the prophet Isaiah. And it's a very famous reading. It's used every Advent. And it's also popular because it was, uh, it's the beginning uh, reading that Handel used for the Messiah. And I've always found inspiration in Handel's phrasing of the music um, for this uh, text uh, in terms of how it needs to be read. In particular, how it just starts with the word comfort and just lets that word hang there for a moment, a good two, three, maybe four beats if you're reading it. And let that just let the feeling of that word soak into the first section of the reading. And the, section is, and the reading is broken up. So it starts off very gently, very literally comforting. And then there's a pivot, and there should be a pause and a pivot in your vocal tone as well. The voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. And you need to think about how you need to say that in a, as, a, as, a, as a bold proclamation. You don't want to actually shout. And this also comes into play later in the reading, because of course, you don't want to blow out the sound system. You don't want to, either depending on how well or badly your uh, sound system is uh, designed, either to uh, crunch the speakers or to um, send it into feedback. So you need to make that declaration in the tone of your voice rather than necessarily the volume. If you have trouble changing the tone of voice without increasing the volume, what you need to do is just lean back from the microphone and, and even turn your head a bit to get off axis from the microphone. And that also helps with plosives, by the way. Um, but then the voice cries out in the wilderness. Now here, here there, is, there is power, there is strength, there is movement, there is optimism. And try to let your voice cover, cover every one of those things, a highway for the God. And then it, it continues to go up on a high mountain. Picture the high mountain in your brains. Have it have a fra- have a nice pause between the phrase for the mouth of the Lord is spoken, because that needs to echo and reverberate through your space and then die out, and then go back in with an, uh, go up on a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice. So again, here we got a situation where you're being told to cry out at the top of your voice, but you can't actually do that um, without destroying the sound system and, and making people clap their ears. So you need to emphasize it by the way in which you, you, you punctuate each word. I always, when you're told to cry out, my usual advice is to punch out each word individually. And then it reaches its peak. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. And then it needs to dial back down for the last phrases because we're now back into the comfort of it. A shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers his lamb, his lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading them with care. So if this starts out gentle, there are two proclamations in the middle of it, and then it returns back to the gentleness. Then a nice long pause and the close. 
the word of the Lord. What you always should separate, always give a good four-beat pause before you, you give the closing so that they're already expecting the closing. You've already given it a phrase, you've already given it its own section of air, and then you close again outside of the reading itself. Let me take a, uh, a run at it here. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort. Give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain, and the rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up on a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not, and cry out, and say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. He comes with power, the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. The word of the Lord. In the second reading, we have St. Peter, and he starts off with a... Um, it's called for patience. Again, the reference as often is made that our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our time is not his time. It is also like in the Old Testament where they say, for the vision still has its time, but it has its own time. Then it comes, it switches from this thought about, don't be worried about time, the end times themselves. So give a good pause between it's the switch from this talking about delay to talking about the grandness and the power of the end times. And then he does something interesting. He asks a question, but don't say it in a questioning way because he doesn't give the answer as if he was answering a question. He gives it as if it's a statement. So you need to kind of phrase the statement, the question part, without that usual rise at the end of a sentence when a sentence is a question. Keep your voice flat as if it's a statement that implies a question. But he is actually stating what's going to happen. Therefore, again, it comes to the end. Give, give that a good pause before the therefore, because this is always this, thus, that. So you need to make sure that the congregation has a time to process the this before you give them the that. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day 
is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay in his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire, and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought to be, conducting ourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire. But, according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him, at peace. The Word of the Lord. Finally, we have the Gospel. It is the beginning, it is the very uh, start of the Holy Gospel according to Mark. And Mark, and these, this, is, this reading is paired with the first reading course because they carry with them the common uh, theme of the voice crying in the wilderness. The prediction of it in Isaiah and the fulfillment of it in John the Baptist. And so Mark makes that very clear. He specifically quotes Isaiah. So then switch from that. Make sure that when you're, when you're quoting Isaiah, say it as if you're saying it as Mark quoting Isaiah. And then give, it, give a long pause and then get back to the actual narrative of events. So let me tr- and then it continues with John's description. It comes to the description of John being clothed in camel hair and a leather belt. Try to carry in your voice the fact that this is unusual garb, but not necessarily bad or evil, but just unusual. And uh, then again, when Mark switches to directly quoting John the Baptist, make sure you give that a pause and its own separate block of time. And again, a pause at the end so that there's a, it's clearer to the congregation when you are speaking as Mark and when you are speaking as Mark speaking as John the Baptist. Sometimes we get to three levels of um, this kind of misdirection, which is why pauses in framing are very important in, le- in lecturing work and in, in gospel proclamation. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him. They were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair 
with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you very much for your time and your and your listening to me. I hope you find everything I say useful. It's certainly I meant it that way. Have a good day and God bless you all.